Re reading from the <coughs> Chaitanya Bhagavat, Anchalila, chapter one, text 170. Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jai Gaur Bhakta Brinda Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Tomara hastira ane sabakara asa. Tomara upavasi se krishnera upavasa. Everyone longs to eat food that has been cooked by you. When you fast, Krishna fasts. Omagana timurandasya gananjana shalakaya. Taksur unmulatam yena. <clears throat> Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Shayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Vansha Kalpa Tarubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Vayebhacha Patitanam Bhavane Bhyo Vaishnava Vaishnavebhyo namo namah Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Shivas Adhighor Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So, greetings from New Jersey. And the pandemic continues. It seems like initially it's a bit of a shock and then, because everyone's home or social communication increases and we beget, become a little bit enlivened, expecting that it'll soon be over. And now that it is set in, I guess, maybe the desire for normalcy has increased, but still, at least Krishna waited until there was Zoom to have the pandemic. <laughs> Somehow he's kind in that way so we can have classes. And in fact, for me, the what I like to do most is actually increased, which is do exactly what I'm doing now, which I usually just do in Vrindavan every day at four o'clock and come outside my room and there's two, three, five, 10, 20, 30 people, however amount. But this is especially sweet because it's really the more traditional and effective way of, of teaching where sadhu sangha means more advanced, like-minded and, and affectionate relationship. So because people are hearing regularly um, from someone who they've chosen to hear from and the relationships are developing, it allows us to actually be empowered to go even deeper in Krishna consciousness. So I really look forward to Sunday and the, and now also Wednesday when we have these kind of classes also knowing that I'm fulfilling my responsibility to to many people who are students 
And a student means, you have students, it means you teach. And uh, now it actually can be done quite regularly. And <clears throat> that's how we advance in spiritual life by hearing regularly and hearing with faith. And hearing is the first principle, shravanam. Kirtanam Vishnu Smarana. First, you have to hear. So, uh, I'm just appreciative of, of this, this wonderful opportunity. Excuse me. Um, so, Lord Chaitanya has taken sannyas. And, you know, the real formal sannyas where you just leave home and traditionally and you leave with nothing. Just to experience. Prabhupada said you give up all your material <clears throat> protective agents. just to experience that it's actually God who is in control. So you can feel what's happening to you is God's affection and mercy and develop your <clears throat> relationship with him. And you, which is why preaching is so nice when you put yourself out and people go distribute books and to put themselves out and, and there's a special reciprocation and you actually, those situations where you can see, I have no control. So what is happening is God. And how as Adi, Adi from uh, the distributors in, in, in Tompkins Square Park, Prasadam, who's always putting himself on the line to experience God. Uh, how wonderful, <clears throat> how wonderful is Krishna? How wonderful is Krishna? Um, so that's our mood. And Lord Chaitanya is just traveling and completely dependent on Krishna which is actually the reality that we're not is just the illusion that God allows us to be in according to our attachments. One um, analysis of Von Ashram, because I was always interested in the principle of how does it work and how do you identify what Vana a person is in. One, um, one way of doing that, and this was told to me by a, a, a scholar in Vrindavan when I asked him the question. He said, a Brahmin has complete faith in Krishna because a Brahmin wouldn't work for anybody. He wouldn't get his own territorial land and he wouldn't do business. So how does he get maintained? In the traditional thing, it's only by Krishna's mercy. So he has complete faith in Krishna. Krishna Mata, Krishna Pita, Krishna Dana Pran. Krishna is the mother, Krishna is the father, Krishna is the Lord of our life. Kshatriya has less faith because has less faith because he needs some territory, otherwise he's not secure. Yeah, he has to have a kingdom. Otherwise he, 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 he's not secure. And a Vaisha, he has to, I can't say cheat or lie, but for you, there is no profit. We know. Business really entails, 
Yeah, I know kind of cheating. I know what it is, but it's a kind of manipulation of material energy to feel secure. And I guess most people know, at least in America, I don't I can't figure it out, but there's this Wall Street thing going on right now where, you know, a rebellion of the single investors taking down Wall Street and and you can see it exposes that the whole thing is practically cheating <laughs> and that's their security. And then a sudra, he's not secure unless he has a master, has to work for someone. So Lord Chaitanya is taking sannyas and he's traveling around experiencing the various holy places, wow. What India was like, even when I came, that kind of thing, walking and traveling to holy places. This is what a real civilization is like. India is called Punya Bhumi, and at least it was. Now Prabhupada called it second crow philosophy because Puna Puna Charvata Charvatanam what is it? Matir na Krishna paratos swapoba matopahadyeta grihavatanam adantako bia vishatam tamisram puna puna charvatacha. Material life means chewing the chewed. <laughs> You're trying to extract pleasure out of things that have the juices already taken out. And that's why the more we engage in material activities, the less we appreciate them. And that's why in the spiritual world, one of the factors of rasa is a purvata never before. Every time Radha and Krishna see each other, it's a purvata never before. Well, material pleasure has been there, done that. So, Second crow philosophy means been there, done that, and then it's exported to India. And the that second crow, the crow is eating the refuse, <laughs> and the second crow is eating the refuge of the refuse. <laughs> Just reminded me of a friend of mine who used to collect signs in English from India. Um. They wanted to write, don't throw the refuse, refuse over the balcony. And they wrote, don't throw the refuge over the balcony. And then they want to say, don't put, put shoes on shelf. And the sign was, don't put shoes on self. But anyway, second crow philosophy. So this kind of faith of what the sannyas ashram should be. I tried to have that mood when I was in Vrindavan because I, I, I was there, uh, am there hopefully for like 44 years, never had my own place and never tried for my own place and never knew where I was gonna stay when I came. But I, I felt that that was healthy for me in a particular time. I kind of said, well, I need a place. And then it came. But that, that mood of dependence is so sweet. And, okay, he took sannyas and, and he wanders here and there and then decides to go to Puri, but on the way, I guess on the way from where he took sannyas, Katwar, he's going to stop at Shantipur, the home of Vaitacharya, and see some of his disciples. So he sends Nityananda back, and the scene here is the devastation of his of, of the mother and her spiritual depression. Krishna's her life, Chaitanya's her life. She has no life. And when someone is in that mood, they just can't enjoy because it, it seems so meaningless. 
because you know that that experience can uplift your spirits above your consciousness. When I was going to the university and I was supposedly studying philosophy, and there was one teacher who was teaching philosophy and he was a debauchee for sure. And he was just saying that sense gratification is, is happiness. He came out and said it. And I, I challenged him even then. I said, if sense gratification was happiness, then you wouldn't need psychiatrists. You just need ice cream cones. <laughs> you just give someone who's depressed an ice cream cone to make them happy. So when that feeling is there, one knows that, and this is the most intense separation because it's the most intense attraction. Therefore, in Vrindavan, I think the separation is called vipralamba. Separation in general is called viriha, vira, viraha, vir, yeah, viraha. But this Vipralam that I read in the Brihad Bhagavatamrita, because there's intimate love there, it's separation. You can be separation from God as your master, but having separation from God as your lover or your son, it's so devastating. And she's just fasting. Now, the nature of a soul who becomes soft in Krishna consciousness is we mentioned this before, para dukkha dukkhi, he doesn't really suffer himself. He, he's transcendental, but he suffers for others and his heart is very soft. And, and he feels for others. And, and the, the beauty of Chaitanya, the beauty of Chaitanya because his mood is odharya, magnanimity, feeling compassion, which entails the experience of others' pain. He really feels for others and he's considerate for others. And here's Lord Nityananda who's non-different than Chaitanya. And he's coming and he's feeling for he's feeling for Mother Sachi, she won't eat. And it, 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 it pains them and then they just implore because she's so devastated that her son has left. I can't imagine what's that life for, for a parent to lose a child. And what to speak of one that's beautiful and sweet and, and you have such an incredible relationship with So they're begging her and this argument is there. We wanna eat what's cooked by you because we wanna taste your love. I already wrote about home cooking. I don't have to go into that here. And when you fast, Krishna fasts. Krishna develops needs according to the desire of the devotee. So if a devotee is hungry, then Krishna is hungry. <laughs> to facilitate, no, if, if a devotee, if a devotee has a desire to feed Krishna, then Krishna will develop a hunger to reciprocate the love of devotees. So Krishna, as Prabhupada said, Krishna is responsive. So there's this wonderful relationship with which is what we are attracted to, which this is actually the, this is the mission of Krishna consciousness. I actually had a nice talk with Naranjan Swami. He was describing the difference between a, a movement, a Hare Krishna movement and mission. Um, and that, and I, I, I didn't speak to him 
about it too, too long. We were talking about many things that came up, but I sensed he was saying back to Godhead, which is developing our relationship with Krishna. So this is what we're doing here. This is what we're reading this Chaitanya Bhagavat, seeing what this means. That Krishna is responsive. Tesham satatayuktanam bhajatam priti purvakam dadami yogam twam yena mamu. For one who worships me with faith and love, I give them. So there's this reciprocation in love. And the devotee's happiness is Krishna's happiness, and Krishna's happiness is the devotee's happiness. So someone like his mother fast, he has no hunger. He also fast, and I will not eat. I also cannot enjoy. I can only enjoy. This is the nature of love. Love is not about oneself. Love is about another. And in that way, you share in that same love. There's a, a term called manjari bhav. There's a type of gopi. It's described in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu that there's different types of relationship with Krishna. There's a direct relationship called sambhog, ichamai, lalita, and, and radha. And then there's another type of gopi that's just a little bit younger called tat-tat-bhava-ichamayi. They're enjoying, their desire is the bhava or the, or the pleasure of radha. That's their love. And it's connected to Krishna because Radha's pleasure is Krishna's pleasure. So they're also experiencing Krishna's pleasure. But they're focused. They're called nityasakis. There's five different types of gopis. And some are more favorable to Krishna. Some are more favorable to Radha and some more equal to both. So tvamrupa manjari sakhi patita parismit that this verse in the beginning of this book called Valapkush Manjali, where asking Rupa Manjari how she has a mark on her face. She's experiencing everything. That's real love, real love. So the devotees love Krishna and Krishna loves his mother. If she fasts, he fasts. You should therefore cook and prepare an offering. I have a strong desire to eat, Nityananda is telling her. On hearing Nityananda's words, Mother Sachi forgot her lamentation and went to cook. To see the principle here of seva, right? By Sheshabru quotes Dale Carnegie. <laughs> Smart guy, Dale Carnegie. Um, that whenever you have anxiety, find someone to serve. That's the best way to get rid of that anxiety. Find someone to serve. So even though she's in so much lamentation, when she get, hears Nityananda's words, she forgets it. She becomes absorbed in seva. and she goes to cook, her love for the devotees is overwhelming her lamentation and separation from her son just momentarily. After making an offering to Krishna, the pious mother Sachi placed the offered foods before Nityananda. Thereafter, mother Sachi served the prasad to all the Vaishnavas after satisfying everyone, she then sat down to eat. Again, this is the culture. It's not that you all sit down together and then when you're, you're hosting people and you all sit down together and then when you see someone's plate is empty, you go wash your hands and you 
No, this is the this is the pleasure of the devotee. The whole principle of Krishna consciousness, exemplified by Lord Chaitanya, is that to serve is more pleasurable than being served. And therefore, the devotee actually has a better position of happiness than God. And the devotees, they're, they're part of Krishna, serving the devotees. She forgets her lamentation. She forgets any hunger she had. She was fasting. And then she serves everyone else. And, and those of you who've had this opportunity to serve a big feast and get the joy in, in Jagannath Puri, when we serve 100 Vaishnavas, the best food in the world, it's somehow so digestible. It's, it's such good facade, my God. and going around and serving people and the pleasure of seeing their happiness is greater than the pleasure of eating. Love, emotional happiness is higher than sensual happiness. The devotees were greatly pleased when Mother Sachi broke her 12 day fast. Then all the devotees happily prepared to accompany Nityananda to go see the Lord. This Vaishnav culture with, with serving the devotees, prasadam and Haribo and the camaraderie. I guess this is one thing you can't do over Zoom. Wouldn't it be great if everybody can cook a preparation and somehow it would come through the screen? I mean, that seems kind of gross, come through the screen, but like the preparation would, like my hand would go like this and it would go on the other side of the screen and you could do that and off of Pasadam. Would it, how, how many would love to cook for all the devotees, huh? Wouldn't it be nice? The residents of Nabadweep soon heard that Gorchand has taken sannyasa. So Nityananda comes back and he says, yes, he's done it. He's taken sannyasa. They see Nityananda and they all began to chant Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Sri Krishna Chaitanya. And they chanted, Hari, Hari, and they were glorifying him. And then when the devotees heard that the Lord was in Pulia, they joyfully went to see him. Now, I, I believe Pulia is the place of Haridas Thakur. I'm not sure. Old people, children, men and women all happily departed for Pulia while chanting names of Hari. Great book came out. I'll show you what the re re relevance is. What, what, what incredible service Bori John Prabhu has done. The veil begins to part. Uh, an overview of the fifth and sixth cantos. Kadamba is on everything. As soon as that book was published, when I came back, I didn't even, I wanted to get it, it was already here at my desk. And, uh, you know, he has to deal with the fifth canto, which is, which is a, a, a description of the universe, which is not like what we know scientifically. And it was such a, a brilliant analysis of that and how to understand that it was amazing. Both by almost both by how, how, how both by kind of accommodating a scientific view and also accommodating the view of the Bhagavatam and then showing why that's actually superior. But one point, I think he quotes Prabhupada, I'm not sure, but there's a quote and it's very, very interesting. It's a quote and it's very, very interesting. I think Prabhupada said, you know, you know, it's something, and, and it's there in the Bhagavatam something that we're not let me actually even take the time to find it, my friends, 
if I can. But anyway, what a beautiful book and, and what a contribution. In whatever way we can, we want to make a contribution. Everything should be an offering, so it should be done beautifully. So I doubt I'll be able to find it actually, but I'll spend one minute. Um, Well, anyway, I can't, but I think I could have got lost in that book. I think the, uh, the point was the book has a relationship. Every book has a relationship. The Bhagavatam has a relationship to the absolute truth and history and geography and things are secondary. I'm not saying they're not true, but they're secondary. And it's even mentioned in the Bhagavatam somehow when there's a lineage of kings that it even mentions in one verse that, you know, it, it, the dates may be off. <laughs> there's actually a verse like that in the Bhagavatam. Because the idea was, that's not what it's about. It's not that it doesn't present geographical and scientific things, but what it's about is inspiring relationship with Krishna. So why be a historian what what what's the sense of going and getting it accurately with the dates of the kings or something like that? There exists, but why? For and Borijan quotes from uh, Sherlock Holmes. There's a great description about it, where Sherlock Holmes actually it's so good. I'm going to read that. Okay, I, I, it's so good. I'm going to I'll be able to find that. I'm going to read that. Pondering the above, I remember something I read years ago written by Sri Arthur Conan Doyle and spoken through his fictional character, Sherlock Holmes. In a study in Scarlet, Dr. Watson discovers to his amazement that Sherlock believes the sun revolves around the earth. Dr. Watson comments, his ignorance was as remarkable as his knowledge of contemporary literature, philosophy, and politics, he appeared to know next to nothing. My surprise reached a climax, however, when I found incidentally that he was ignorant of the Copernican theory and of the composition of the solar system, that any civilized human being in this 19th century should not be aware that the earth traveled around the sun appeared to me such an extraordinary fact that I could hardly realize it. Sherlock Holmes responds, you appear to be astonished, he said, smiling at my expression of surprise. Now that I do not know it, I shall do my best to forget it. Watson, to forget it? Holmes, you see, he explained, I consider that a man's brain originally is like a little empty addict and you have to stock it with such furniture as you choose. A fool takes in all the lumber of every sort that he comes across so that the knowledge which might be useful to him gets crowded out, or at best is jumbled up with lots of other things. 
so that he has a difficulty in laying his hands upon it. Now, the skilled workman is very careful indeed as to what he takes into his brain attic. He will have nothing but the tools which may help him in doing his work. But of those, he has a large assortment and, it, and all in the most perfect order. It is a mistake to think, think that that little room has elastic walls and can distend to any extent. It is the highest importance, therefore, not to have useless facts elbowing out the use, useful ones. But the solar system, I protested. What the deuce is it to me, Sherlock interrupted impatiently. You say that we go around the sun. If we went around the moon, it would not make a penny worth of difference to me or to my work. And that too is Srila Prabhupada's mood. Our true life's work is to advance in Krishna consciousness and to make use of the fortune of a human birth. Other endeavors, Srila Prabhupada insisted, were a dangerous waste of the vital energy of a human life. So Bori John explains the universe also according to things, but. Um, so now you're gonna hear this description of millions and millions and millions of people going to see Lord Chaitanya and floating across this river and everything. And you may ask, really? And the point is yes, but what does it matter? The real point is, is people were very attracted to Lord Chaitanya who, who is the Supreme Lord in, in the mood of Sri Krishna Chaitanya Doya the mood of, of compassion and magnanimity. So even the atheists who previously blasphemed the Lord went with their families to see the Lord. Realizing that the Lord had secretly taken birth in Navadweep, they thought, without understanding, we have blasphemed his activities. Now if we go and take shelter his lotus feet, our offenses will be counteracted. That's a nice thing to understand in a proper culture that there is a karmic retribution for the things that we do wrong to correct the consciousness in us that caused us to do those things. And even if you're a little materialistic, you don't, and you just don't want the reaction you understand that you do get one. So they're concerned. Speaking in this way, people rush there in great happiness. No one can understand how many different paths people were taking. Unlimited millions of people gathered at the boat landing. The boatman fell into a dilemma about how to get everyone across. Some people made rafts out of banana tree trunks. Some floated on overturned water pots and some simply swam across while holding banana trunks. No one could tell how many people there were. People crossed in every possible way. Pregnant women breathed heavily as they walked. They also somehow crossed the river while chanting the names of Lord Chaitanya. The blind and the lame walked together they found their path was broad and open by the influence of Lord Chaitanya's name. Thousands of people would sit in one boat. After going a short distance, the boat would capsize. Still, no one felt discouraged. They all floated in the water and loudly chanted the name of Hare. They're just this enthusiasm. Utsahan, Nistayat, Dharyat, Tatat Karma Pavartanat. Utsahan, enthusiasm, nishyat, dart. Difficulties come. You don't feel the weight of difficulties if it's moving you towards a goal that is worth it. You don't feel the weight of difficulties if it's moving you towards a goal that's worth it. And one who has actually realized the goal of Krishna consciousness and really what that means to one's heart then any difficulties and any any trouble he 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 gets he accepts 
as a small price. How covered, I'm talking myself, I realized this morning while chanting, how covered the heart is to actually make it soft with love of Godhead, to get, get rid of the envious feelings. You chant sincerely and you're asking God, then you think, what will he have to do to purify me? What will he have to do? But if you're sincere, vipada shantu tatra tatra, let those calamities happen again and again. If that's what I need. Such ecstasy appeared in their hearts that they all floated in an ocean of great ecstasy. Thus, uh, just like when you have distress, then you can't experience any happiness. In the same sense, when you have prema, you can't experience any distress. The distress becomes the happiness because it is the sacrifice that you're making to achieve what you want. Those who do not know how to swim also happily floated. By the mercy of the Lord, they reached the opposite shore without distress. I do not know I do not know how many directions people crossed the river. The name of Hari was all that was heard in the four directions. In this way, they all forgot their hunger, thirst, household duties, and lamentation as they happily traveled towards Palia, just like Maharaj Prickett. Initially, he was so thirsty that he committed an offense. And when he began to hear the Bhagavatam from Sukadeva Goswami, he forgot all hunger and thirst. Right, when you're absorbed in something that's so wonderful, then you can forget everything else. I forgot to eat today, if you really were enlivened. As they all came to Pulia, they chanted the name of Ari so loudly that the vibration filled the entire universe. When the crest jewel of sannyasis heard the wonderful tumultuous vibration of Hari's name, he came out to greet everyone. So they're coming from all directions and Lord Chaitanya is in this village of Puli and then he comes out. It is impossible to describe the wonderful scene. The Lord appeared as effulgence as millions of moons. As the Lord constantly chanted the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, Tears of ecstasy incessantly floated from his eyes. People in all directions offered him obeisances. Who can say how many people fell on one another, on others? People did not care about the thorns as they happily offered obeisances. Srimati Radharani is in Nandagaon cooking for Krishna. There's a hundred Chulas, these stoves with their fire, and she's cooking on all of them, going around and measuring the spice and throwing and stirring. And it's so hot and it's the middle of the summer, but she does not feel any distress because she's in the association with Krishna by cooking for him for that service. That's the first stage of Prem that in association with Krishna, the distress feels like the greatest happiness and in separation from Krishna, the greatest happiness feels like the greatest distress. When Radharani is in Jawat and she's separated from Krishna, 
she's burning in separation and, and they make a, a, a bed of lotus flowers and sandalwood pulp and more lotus flowers and sandalwood pulp. And they put Radharani on the bed to cool her body, but she feels that it's, it's distressful. So here they care about the thorns. Everyone raised their hands and exclaimed, save us, save us. Such are the wonderful pastimes of Lord Gorachandra. Unlimited millions of people gathered there. All the open places in and around the town were filled with people. People began arriving from various other villages and when they saw the face of the Lord, no one cared to return home. Huge crowds of people over flooded the town of Pulia and filled the neighboring villages and forests. On seeing the enchanting lotus face of Gorchandra, everyone felt internally and externally satisfied. The Lord then glanced mercifully on everyone and proceeded to the house of Advaita Acharya in Shantipur. On seeing the Lord of his life, Advaita Prabhu, offered respectful obeisances at the lotus feet of the Lord. He then began to cry pathetically as he incessantly braced the Lord's lotus feet with his two arms. As Advaita washed the Lord's feet with his tears of love, the Lord picked them up with his own hands and embraced him. Advaitacharya floated in the waters of ecstatic love. He lost consciousness in ecstasy and fell at the Lord's feet. After a while, Advaita became pacified and sat down and the entire house became filled with ecstasy. Sri Achyutananda, the son of Advaita was present there in the form of a greatly effulgent naked child. He was all knowing and his glories were inconceivable. He was most fortunate being the qualified son of Advaita. What a birth that is, the son of Advaita Acharya. Although three of his sons went bad <laughs> and three went good. Krishna doesn't like, in our line, doesn't like nepotism. Lord Chaitanya didn't have any children because then what would happen? His line would be known by birth rather than by qualification. And all the descendants of Krishna were killed at the fratricidal war outside of Dwarka. Krishna didn't want any of that kind of lineage to go down. In our line, we want everything by qualification, not by any other characteristic. And basically, I have to say that's what Martin Luther King preached, that one should be known by the quality of his person and not the color of their skin. Realizing the Lord had arrived, the child smiling and covered with dust came to see him. He came and fell flat at the feet of Lord Garachandra, and the Lord took the dust child, covered up child on his lap. So we'll end for here today because it's kind of beginning a new section of the pastime. Jamunajaya, something must have touched your heart today that you want to reflect on and share. Uh oh. How's I your... loved your reading of Sherlock Holmes very, very much. What's that? You don't have good Wait, hold on. Uh-oh. Am I breaking up, Maraj? Yeah, okay. You're okay now. I said I loved your reading. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Yeah, okay. Now, okay. Um, but I, I really loved how you, your, your quote of the day is, um, you don't feel the weight of difficulties when it's moving you towards a goal that's worth it. And that whole scene of those, how, who knows how many people in the water on the boat was just really wonderful. But I love the way you, you, you put that so succinctly. You don't feel the weight because it's worth it. Whole bhakti, our faith is in the goal. Otherwise you don't move towards it.
So we have to have that faith in the mm. goal. And therefore, we have to get a taste of Krishna consciousness by Sadhu Sangha. Right. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thank you so much for a wonderful question. So, so many great points. I really like the point you made that um, when we have uh, distress, it's impossible to experience happiness. And when we have prema, that is impossible to experience any distress because whatever comes to us, we believe and we trust that is through Krishna and that he cares and he loves us. Mm, yeah. So I really appreciated that point. This is a transcendental suffering, but that's, mm. you know, that's happiness in itself too. Okay, thank you. Anybody else Maharaj, like to... Can I ask yeah. one question? I'm sorry yes. to disturb it for long. You described the, the, the four varnas and uh, each, each varna was kind of um, described based on, on our need for security. Like, you know, like a Brahmana, he trusts fully in Krishna and then he feels secure. Kshatriya needs some territory. That's why he feels secure. Vaishya needs some manipulation of uh, material, you know, material energy. That's why it's secure. And, and, um, uh, and the Shudra needs uh, the master. That's why it's secure. I was wondering why security is the main, the main point of, of measurement. Not, I thought that the basic need, why the need for security? That's I thought that basic the basic need is love. That's one of the ah, characteristics. Okay. It's not just security, it's faith. It's faith. <laughs> it's your faith in God. Okay. So that's it's, security. Uh, that's the security. Then. The security is that, that's the main thing of Sharanagati. The 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 Unga, the main body, and the others are the limbs, is that Krishna will maintain us and Krishna will protect us. Okay. So, it, so it, it's it, if we say it's just security, it seems like it's not security. It seems like you know you're putting your faith in something else. But no, it's the security of, of having, knowing that Krishna will protect you. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank Hare you. Krishna. Anybody else like to say hello? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Wow, great to hear from you guys. Hare Bo. Hare Bo. Anybody else? Uh, Hare Krishna Gurmaj, it's Kadamba. I just I wanted to um, share something that you said that uh, I that really uh, touched touched my heart. Um, when you were talking about um, how whenever you're experiencing anxiety or distress, I don't remember the exact word you used. I think you said anxiety um, to just serve others and. Um, I just, I really have over the past few months and even more recently just really felt that, that really the only thing that makes me feel not distressed or in anxiety or depressed is when I'm serving. And, and also just thinking about the, um, the verse from the Queen Kunti verse, the let the calamities happen. I've been thinking about that verse a lot too and how my understanding of it is that that prayer is just that like, Oh, you know, these things, let these bad things happen so that we always turn to Krishna and we always see him. And, you know, I've been kind of thinking like, Oh, that's so hard. Like what a hard or difficult like bar to try to reach. But then I was just thinking when you said that I was thinking about how like really that service to others and service to devotees is kind of the same as seeing Krishna because you're do. I don't know. I'm speculating, but that it feels like that. I don't know. Well, uh, service to the devotees is service to Krishna because you, what are you serving? You're serving the desire of those who love Krishna. Yeah. Mm. And that, yeah, that, that's that Dale Carnegie thing too. When you're in anxiety, you turn to Seva. You, you, you know, serve. Mm -hmm. It changes the consciousness. Good. Thank you, Gadamba. Anybody else? Yeah. Thank you. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. It was just so. It was just so funny. I was going to tell you the things that struck me today. Um, 
not so much the content, but is is the conciseness with which you put them. Um, and then Jamuna Jaya, she mentioned it. She said, you don't feel the weight of difficulties is, if it's moving you toward a goal that's worth it, you know? Yeah. I felt like you put that very concisely. And then I was going to mention something else. And then, and then Rajeshree mentioned it. <laughs> it was like back to back, exactly what I was going to mention. When you, yeah. when you feel stress, you can't experience happiness. When you feel happiness, you can't feel the stress. So it was so funny. The, the two things I was going to mention was mentioned back to back. First yeah. by Jamuna. I, I can yeah. tell you, it must be that picture that I gave your husband on his desk. Uh -huh. Curse you, you get no respect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hi, Bo, who's this? Hi, Bhakti Devi. <laughs> okay, Bhakti Devi. It's Hi, Betty, Bo. it's Bhakti and Indira. <laughs> okay, Bhakti Devi. Okay. Hi, Bo. Okay, great. And Indira, Haribo. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Um, I also was thinking about what Kadamba mentioned as well. And in fact, I when I was in distress, or <laughs> whenever I am in, in distress, I um, just the idea of being with other devotees brings so much pleasure. So then I would like try to figure out how I could do that. And, you know, have them over and maybe make something. And and so, yeah, so it was kind of similar to what you were saying. When you said that, I thought, oh, wow, that's very concrete, like on a very um, more practical, practical level. I should definitely <laughs> have people over and serve them. <laughs> yeah, that's it, it's it's just a fact. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Gumaraj, Tota Gopinath here. And Kishori Radha. Haribo. Haribo. Wow. Okay. Good. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Haribo. Thank you how very much for that. How was the weather in Kish? Wonderful. Really? Right. Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah. It's going to snow here today. Really? Wow. <laughs> Okay, yeah, even looking out the window, it looks very beautiful. There's a breeze. I see the trees. <laughs> you can see it in the garden, Marat. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Good. Thank you. Good. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, this is Isabel. Isabel, Hare Bo. Hare Bo. Thank you. A few more? Hare Krishna Maharaj, Sri Rupa. Sri Rupa, okay. Yeah, actually, I, I'll, I'll talk to you. I, I'm actually going to be upstate that week, but I may not get there by the 13th. I may get there by the 14th. So we'll make a time. You're going to be that whole week upstate, right? Or I will be off that whole week. So whenever you're there, I will come. Okay, great. I'll send you a message. Okay, anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj, it's Don Cayley. Wow, what are you doing? Where are you? I'm on a chairlift. Oh, <laughs> really? I'm skiing today. <laughs> well, obviously, I mean... Like you said, it's Krishna's blessing. We could attend class from anywhere with Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What, where are you? What is it called? Jiminy Peak. How far is it from you? Uh, it's 20 minutes from my house, and it's super cold. Uh, it's about one degree this morning. Really? <laughs> so thank you for class. Okay, you look cool. You definitely look cool. <laughs> I didn't know who it was. Okay, anybody else? How can you, uh, how can you follow that act after that? <laughs> You I got nothing. Been, you should have been wearing some <laughs> costumes or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to work on it. <laughs> okay. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna. My name is Shrikandarvika. Shrikandarvika. Nice to hear from you. Thank you. 
Great. Good. Oh, you're also in your um, um, wow, that's great. Yeah, yeah, I, I, one you. day somehow thank I don't you for know. The I'd love to come. I, I'd love to do my on your farm. You will, Maharaj. You will. Okay, I'm sure you will. We pray. We all pray to do that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Guru. Anybody else? Okay. I'll see uh, some of you, actually many of you, back at 11 o'clock. Class. Okay, thank you. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Kalpa Trivia. Stuff. Here we have a chant with the time.